There is so much that we can do, but I've also learned that sometimes we just have to keep doing the boring stuff. Well, hey, 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 what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Rock Your Brand Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Boker, a serial entrepreneur on a mission to help you. This show is designed to teach you, to inspire you, to motivate you, to take massive action and build a future-proof business. So whether you're just starting out or taking your existing business to the next level, this is your home. Now, if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's rock your brand. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Rock Your Brand podcast. Today, I've got a special guest another interview that I'm going to be doing, and this one is going to be with Adam Smith from Niche Website Builders, who also happens to be the company that I'm using for my $9,000 case study, my niche property, that is. And I announced this a few months back, and now what I'm doing is having Adam come back on now that the site is live, we have content that's being published, and we're going to go over what it looks like at its current state, where we see it going, and what are the next things that we should be doing, and is there anything else that I'm missing that we should be doing? Now, let me just say that this interview, we actually get into some really, really high-level stuff that I may or may not try right off the bat here, but it did get my wheels turning. There is so much that we can do, but I've also learned that Sometimes we just have to keep doing the boring stuff. And uh, you're going to hear, though, us go through some of these strategies that Adam has been testing with other clients, things that he really feels are going to allow us to rank even easier, take our existing sites and bring them to the next level, but also really adapt and make sure that we're within Google's guidelines. So with that all being said, I wanted to, again, just come on here and say, you're in for a treat. This is going to be good. And also, we are going to be going through additional updates in the future. So make sure that if you are not yet subscribed to the podcast, make sure that you do. Also, if you are brand new and you have no idea about this uh, you know, niche property thing that I talk about, creating digital real estate then I would encourage you to head on over to thesixfigurewebsite.com. Again, that's thesixfigurewebsite.com. That is the blueprint. That is the playbook that we have used to build this site and all of our other sites that we're currently building. So definitely make sure that you grab a copy. All right, guys. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. All right. Welcome back to the show, Adam. How are you doing, man? I know that you're uh, just uh, freshly out of surgery, so uh, you're here. Uh, we finally made this happen. How you doing, man? How, how are you feeling? I'm, do I'm doing good. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, like I say, I'm just, uh, just recovering a little bit from, uh, from some surgery. Nothing major, like day yep. surgery, so uh, nothing life-threatening or anything. Um, Back to like ninety five percent. Good and yeah, I just appreciate your patience in uh, in rescheduling uh, rescheduling these calls the last couple of weeks. No, no, it's no problem, and uh, I'm just excited to get you back on. We uh, we got a lot to talk about here. Uh, you know, if people are uh, just tuning in and they uh, they didn't follow uh, the uh, or actually listen to the first uh, time I had you on, I'll go ahead and link that up. But really, we are working with you and your company on a case study. Uh, on building 
one of these niche properties. And uh, I mean, your company is doing this uh, with expired domains and then uh, putting content on those. And I know you have a lot of things to share. I'd like to also hear like what's going on in the industry. Cause I know that you got your, your ears open to that and your eyes open. I mean, I always like to hear about that stuff, but I do want to give people a little bit of a recap and I want you, cause you and I haven't really talked since we've handed it or you've handed it over and we've been adding content. Sure. I want you to look at some of our numbers, some of our traffic numbers, um, the indexing and things like that to say, this is looking like it's good or you know what? It's looking like it's underperforming a little bit. It just may be a little bit more time. Maybe we need more content. Um, but let's kind of, let's kind of dig in. Um, and how do you want to, how do you want to do this? Do you have any of the numbers pulled up on your end? I do. I have them all pulled up on my screen right here so I can talk through them as, as we go or, uh, however you want to, however you want to play this. Yeah. And, and so what are, what are you using right now for the, um, for looking at like the indexing and stuff? Is it search council? Yeah. Are you looking at Ahrefs? Like, what are you looking at? So we can kind of compare apples to apples. Yeah, so I've I've got them all open. So I've got Search Console open to have a look at the indexing. Um, okay. But it might be it might be worth just kind of recapping on what we look for and what tools we use at different stages. So yeah, why don't why don't you do that, Adam? Why don't, why don't you yeah. get people caught up as far as like what we're looking at and why we're looking at this stuff? Sure. So <clears throat> I think that it's easy when you launch a domain. The first thing you want to look at is obviously analytics, but that does. Obviously, that gives you an idea of if it's driving traffic, but there's definitely things you can look at before traffic starts coming in uh, consistently sure. to see if you're on the right track. So the first thing you want to look at is, is like you mentioned, in uh, Search Console, in the coverage report. Um, you want to look in there to see if all the posts are indexed. Now, I'm looking at our project here, and I can see that there's um, 69 posts currently live on the website. And in the coverage report, in the submitted and indexed, there's 70. So in there also includes things like um, maybe the homepage is in there. So we can see pretty much like 99% or, or of sure, all the sure. posts are indexed, which is great. <clears throat> the other thing I can see is when I look at the uh, the overview, uh, the performance tab, is that going up and to the right is always good. And we can see mm -hmm. that initially when you launch a new domain, um, the, the impressions number, the, the, the purple line is going up and to the right and then clicks will tend to follow afterwards. And then looking in Ahrefs, you want to see when you launch a new domain, the number of keywords in position 11 to 100, first of all. And then as they start dropping down into position four to 10 and then position one to three, that will that should then uh, start driving traffic. You can start analyzing in analytics, but up until a certain point for the first sort of couple of weeks, basically you want to be just looking in Search Console at that impressions graph and in Ahrefs at the number of keywords in the top 100. Yeah, and so let's let's kind of dig into that a little bit. And I think that's important for you to say, like, because a lot of people, what they're going to do is they're going to start one, start building it, and immediately go into their Google analytics and see yes. crickets. And they're like, man, this is nothing like I'm, you know, and I always tell people, listen, you know, three to six months before you're even going to want to even start looking at traffic, that content that you've posted, you know, like if you posted, you know, five articles in, in month one, you really have to wait for them to mature before we can even see them. But yeah. we can see indexing a little bit quicker. So that way there, it gives us a little bit of like, Oh, okay. At least we're on the radar. Um, and there is a question I want to ask you about that. Cause I didn't really know the answer, but someone inside of our uh, Academy had asked that, uh, they weren't seeing indexing as much as they would have hoped. Like it was just not doing anything. Like some of the stuff was indexed and some of it wasn't indexed yet. So maybe yeah. we can talk about that, but 
I thought right from the get-go, we were starting to get indexed pretty quickly for this one. Yeah, and for sure. skyrocketing up to the right. Yeah, for sure. So I th- there's a lot of talk at the moment about indexing, uh, particularly, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it's a, it, it can sometimes be an issue on an, on an age domain as well. But for a fresh domain, it seems that Google is having trouble indexing new content. Or, okay. you know, you put out a... 20 pieces of content and they'll only index a certain percentage of them. Um, and there's lots of different people posting about ways you can try and index that content from making sure you're internally linked into that, to those pieces of content um, all the way through to, I saw somebody this week recommending changing the structure of the URL, okay. setting up a redirect and resubmitting it to search console, which I mean, I'm not tried that or anything, um, but one of the benefits, and I know the project that we built on is an age domain. One of the benefits of building on an age domain is you already have history and you already have like leverage with Google. Uh, and you can see that when you go into um, in search console into the settings and crawl stats, if you compare an age domain to a fresh domain, the, the amount of um, time or the amount of priority Google will give you when you crawl stats is a lot higher on an age domain than it is in a fresh domain. So typically it's easier to get content indexed on, a, on an age domain. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And that, I mean, that makes sense, right? It's like already yeah. been indexed for other things and it's already got history. Um, exactly. On a fresh one, it's kind of like they call the sandbox where they're kind of like, okay, we're going to give you a little bit, but we're not going to yet let you have all of the indexing as of yet. So, uh, and you know, there's some talk on that too, uh, as far as, and we actually did this by accident on one of the, uh, well, it's a, a side project that you're all also helped us with on a portion yeah. of it with some backlinking that one's starting to really take. And, um, it's hard to say at this point, which I, I would like your opinion on that eventually. Uh, but it was like, we set that thing. Like we just seasoned it in a sense. I looked at it as like, we seasoned it. Like we bought yeah. the domain, fresh domain. We, uh, we installed everything on it. And then we put up like 12 or 13 pieces of content and we walked away from it and we did it because we didn't have time. So we yeah. just, we did it by accident. And then like 15 months goes by, we look at it and we're like, Oh my gosh, it's getting like 2000 impression or uh, 2000 page views. This thing is yeah. indexing for just 13 pieces of content. And now yeah. we've started to ramp it up. We did a little bit of link building with you guys. And we're really starting, I think we're going to hit probably close to 10,000 page views pretty soon here. So we're, and it's really starting to ramp up. Is there anything to just seasoning it and then like walking away from it? Even if you put 10 or 12 on and just walked away for a year? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I I don't see why that would be a bad strategy. The only problem with that is obviously you've got that long time horizon. You've got to wait 12 months or however long, Um, but I don't think it's a bad strategy domain age is obviously a factor when it comes time to ranking. Um, So if if you've got the time, you can seed a couple of these sites and even sit for a year and then come back to them, then then yeah, 100%, because it's it's not a massive time investment to set them up and seed them with a couple of posts. Right. And so if you want to speed that up, that's where the age domain comes in, because then we can just kind of like, okay, day one, we've already got that seasoned domain. And I think the only time that I'm really using that myself is like, if I have an idea, I don't have time to work on it, I'm going to buy the domain, put 10 articles on it and walk away. Right. Like it would be like, it's kind of like a way for me to kind of like shelf that idea. But even though I'm shelving it, I know that it's actually, it's getting a little bit better, you know, from sitting there. So, yeah, my my co-founder Mark did that recently by accident, similar to to what you did. Yeah. Put up a a site like about uh, 15, 16 months ago and just let it sit and forgot about it. Yeah. And he checked it and he was getting like six or 7,000 page views a month off like six or seven posts. And he's like, 
what's going yeah. on here? And it's time yeah. to start working on this site now. Well, that's kind of what we did. I was like, well, wait a minute, maybe <laughs> yeah. I should do something with this. Uh, mm-hmm. So cool. So, all right. So let's let's go back to the project that we're working on with this. And and I, I looked at it. We did start posting. Uh, the first initial batch was uh, October nineteenth. So yes. We, we are what November, December, January, February. So we're about four-ish months into this. Would you say four to five months? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I've got one, two, three. February end of February will be about four months, I think. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So four months, sixty-nine articles posted. Um, we started to post now. We're on a, a schedule of doing about four to five posts per per week. Um, yeah. Is about where we're at. Yeah. Um, and we may still ramp that up even more, but right now that's about what we can handle for this one. And I, again, I wanted it to be realistic for people too, like that don't have a huge budget that want to say, you know what, I could do four to five, even if I hired a writer to do it. Um, how do the numbers look to you right now? Maybe we can talk about some of the numbers. Like what are the numbers looking like for you? If this is your, your site, right. And I mean, obviously it's your, your company that's helping us with it, but do you like the direction that this is going? Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it, it all looks very healthy. It all looks up and to the right. We've got month on month growth. I can see kind of if October was the first month, then November, uh, 335 visitors, December, 584, January, almost double to, to 978. And it looks like February's going to break that thousand visits a month mark now, um, being a short yes. month as well. So yep. it all looks very healthy. It's up and to the right. If you consider, like you say, if you worked on a fresh domain, usually you wouldn't be out of the sandbox. The sandbox, mm-hmm. I'll use inverted commas for the first, you know, couple of months. Four months in, and we're already breaking that thousand visits a month mark, which you know you probably wouldn't get the same quickness of results on a on a fresh domain. So yeah, it all looks really healthy. Okay, good. Yeah, and and so our yeah. our whole and I always look at that in Ahrefs. I like to see like that going up, right? Like all yes. of the indexing. Cause you, if you look at the graph above that, which is your organic, it's yeah. all, it always correlates. It's right. Like if, if you're going up to the right here, you're going up to the right there. Um, now what's really exciting is when you see, you know, you're in the top three position or the top 10, right. Cause that's when you really start to see that traffic increase. Um, well, you know. That's usually when that exponential growth, ha- growth happens. So you'll see typically small incremental growth for several months, and then you start to see exponential growth. And that's where the keywords have come from, you know, the top 100 into the top four to 10. And then mm-hmm. a couple of them start dropping into three to one uh, position, one to three. And that's when that increment, that, that exponential growth starts happening. You start seeing, you know, 100, 150, 200% month on month growth then. Mm. Okay, cool. And so, uh, you know, we're, we're still like, this site is, is all question-based right? Like we're not doing yes. any, uh, I mean, we've done some product posts, but very little. I mean, we, I think when we seasoned the site with like content and we built it with the content, there was a, a small percentage that was product-based, but a majority is the uh, information, you know, question-based type type content. And we are playing around with something else though. And you and I kind of went back and forth on this yeah. other strategy, which I really, really like. Um, not every, every niche will be able to do it. I mean, most of them probably could, um, yeah. but can, can we talk a little bit about, it's more or less like a little bit, I mean, we, we can say it's a roundup style post. Yeah. And, and it, yeah. Yeah. Def, definitely. Um, it opens up the, it opens up avenues to create content that you may have typically shied away from. 
So, mm-hmm. for example, um, you know, in the past, we may have typically shied away from creating uh, anything to do with printables or downloadables where you actually we can't create that kind of content because we don't have the expertise to create a, a worksheet or a printable or a downloadable. However, <clears throat> you don't have to do that. You can create a roundup post where you say, instead of, uh, you know, printables for five-year-olds on how to teach them how to spell instead of having to create your own printable you can create a these are the 10 best printable roundups that we found Uh, and it's basically linking out to 10 other people who've got the skills and expertise to create those downloadables and our post is just rounding them up a quick paragraph about each on why they're included in our top 10 list uh, and it links out to them and we found that we can compete for the same keywords but without having to create that type of content which Historically, if you don't have any experience or expertise in that specific niche or type of content, that uh, would have been very hard to create. Yeah, no, and and we're uh, we're playing around with that, so we're kind of doing a mix. So if we're gonna put if we're gonna post five articles, we might do two of those and then three of just standard. You know, can you catch bass in a pond? Right, like yeah. very very basic. You know, can what why when? You know, like those types yeah. of questions. One thing I have been playing around with, and we talked about this, I, I actually just came out with a, um, a little micro training I did. I'm calling it the keyword goldmine because basically yeah. when you go after these certain types of keywords and basically questions, uh, you know, it makes it just so much easier. And it's almost like you are always wanting to show up in the results uh, for basically questions, right? Yes. For for a variety. And it just becomes so much easier because you don't have to write this in-depth, like how to type piece of content necessarily. Yeah. The one thing that we've been playing around with is uh, localized. So okay. and you and I talked about this in the very beginning of this site. Cause we're like, you know, and you had said, you know, you could probably do some localized stuff, uh, you know, best fast pro shops in, you know, a certain yes. area. And I was like, yeah, but you know, Yelp always comes up or Google comes up with, you know, like the local yeah. And so we started playing around with this and uh, it's been working really well, like super well. And we've, we've done it in two, no, three separate niches. And um, one of those has taken off more than the others, just because I think we hit like a really good keyword vein here. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, we, I've been going down this rabbit hole now. So now it's kind of like, um, you know, something like, uh, let me, let me see here if we can go with uh, the, okay. Um, best bass fishing in Florida. Yes. And then you just go down that whole thing, like best bass fishing in Wisconsin. And you just yeah. keep, and so I have a keyword list of like 50 and I'm just like, boom, send them to the writer, have these things yeah. done. They find the five best places. And, mm-hmm. uh, there's one that, I mean, actually not even one, there's probably 10 or 12 and they rank very quickly for us. Uh, and, uh, we've been getting anywhere from a thousand to one of them's getting over 2000 visitors a month now from those localized type pieces of content. Are you seeing anything like that across the ones that yeah. you're working with? Yeah, definitely. We've built a, we've built a site for a customer that's literally all that type of content, location-based. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just uh, in the US, but in different countries as well. So it, it's for a, a type of sport um, that can be done around the world at different places. And the articles that we're creating are, you know, uh, it could be something like, you know, 10 best surf camps in New Mexico uh, Mm. and how to prepare. So it's not just the list of the camps, it's then how to prepare. And it could include things like 
do you need a visa to go there? Um, mm-hmm. Where are the best hotels to stay near there? What's mm-hmm. the local currency in that country? Um, so you you basically give not just the, the list of the, the 10 best sure. in this case surf camps, but it's, it's all that additional information. And you can pull out tons of... Uh, question-based which makes up question-based to- uh, topics and make up um, you can make up FAQs from from people also ask questions around that area and in you know in this case it's a specific type of sport in that area because sure. people will, will be searching Google for different topics if they're going to go there and do that type of sport yeah no I, I I love that you're adding additional so you're you're like filling the one but then you're also giving the additional so like what you need to know like what how yes. to prepare or you know uh the ultimate guide to go along with it. So that way there you're prepared for, for when you get there. And again, I don't know if it'll work for every single niche, but I mean, man, if you can just find some of those keyword veins, it makes it so, so easy. Uh, yeah. And you know, you, and, but some people are like, yeah, but I don't want my whole site to be about that. And I'm like, well, do you want traffic? Like that's yeah. <laughs> like, are, what are you building this thing? <laughs> go for? where the traffic is. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> And the other cool thing is that I think that could be done and we haven't gotten there yet, but is where once you get all of these done, then you can create a, a, a massive uh, directory in a sense that would yeah. be where you can then bring them in. Now, how important is a little bit off topic, but I'm, I just thought of it when we were talking about the roundup yeah. type stuff. How important do you think is it that you're externally linking to other places? Well, I get in, in those roundup pieces of content, and I think it's important because you're not satisfying the search intent unless you're given an answer. So going back to the workbook example, if someone's searching for workbooks and they come to your page and they can't find any, even if that means they have to click off, you're not really answering the search intent. Um, so I think it's important. A question that people have, quite a few of our clients have been asking us recently is, as we create this type of content, so those links, should those links be no follow or follow? Like how do you, what should they be? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and even though they're on there, I think it's important to mention that they should probably always be no follow. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think it goes back to the old, the way that Google used to allocate page rank is between follow and no follow. And there was always the, the idea that if it was a no follow, you didn't lose any of your page rank or your page juice or link juice through to these other sites. I don't think that's quite the, the same anymore i think google is a bit more smarter than that but it's always best practice if you're going to link out and link out as a no follow anyway okay okay that's and, and that's pretty simple to do right i mean it's like when you go yeah. in here and you create your link you're going to just basically make it um you know no no, no follow. follow yeah pretty much yeah it's really simple you can even get a plug in these days as well to it'll even if you've not done that if you've been creating content uh that'll just go through the site and it'll add no follow to all of your external links anyway Okay. Okay. The other thing that I've been, uh, that I've been thinking about here quite a bit, and I'm just curious your take on it is a lot of people talk about backlinks. They talk about link juice and all of that stuff. Yeah. And this is something that I've experimented with a little bit, but I'm wondering if I, if, well, I'll know with the test results, but I'm wondering if it's actually something that potentially could help. Um, and that is, so we investigate our own backlinks and we see that we have a bunch of links, good links that are pointing to a certain page. And we all know internal links work really well. Is there, yes. do you think there's any more power from linking out from that page to an internal page to try to drive up the rank to a page that's inside that might be just falling short in the top 10 or, you know, the, 
Maybe it's in the second page. Do you think there's anything there to find some of those little pages that are on your site that have some good domain authority because there's links pointing yes. there? And then you find a way, if it makes sense, to link to that page that you are trying to boost in the rankings without even touching it. Yeah, 100%, I think. And there's an easy way you can do that is to go to Ahrefs, go to best pages by uh, bet. Page, best pages by links report, and you can order it highest to lowest of all of your pages in terms of the number of referring domains. And you can identify basically what your power pages are. And then from there, you can create internal links from those through to, to pages that need a boost. Or you could even take it a step further, and this is an advanced strategy, but um, <clears throat> you can, another part of using age domains is not just using them to build a site on, but it's using it for a 301 redirect strategy. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you might have a website about uh, skateboarding and then you've got an expired domain that you find, which is highly relevant about skateboarding too. Mm -hmm. And then the way that we handle that is we create an acquisition page on your website. And that acquisition page talks about the old website, what it used to be. And then it's a very typically generic, 1500 2000 word article that internally links through to all of your existing content and then we'll set up a redirect from the expired domain to that uh acquisition page and all the power of that 301 redirect goes to that one page and then it's spread out through the internal redirects uh, and we find that works really really well um and it powers up those pages tremendously Okay. That's interesting. So let me, let me walk through that from what I'm hearing you say. So basically sure. you, you find that, that expired domain. Yeah. You, you, uh, you create a page on your existing site. Yep. That's it. What we're calling kind of like where you're pointing that link, you're going to redirect that, that all of that, all of that juice from that one to that one page. Right. Yep. And then from that one page, that's where you're going to create a resource page in a sense, or a, uh, yes. here's what the old site was. Here's all of our new resources. Here's the, and so you're going to put all links and content on that, on that acquisition page. And yep. that's going to disperse to all of the pages that you are basically spreading out the, you know, the link juice really. Exactly. That's it. And okay. you can do it, you can do it on uh, for multiple sub niches as well. So say for example, you've got a, a site in the food space, that's your general, your, your original site. Mm -hmm. If you find a, an expired domain that's about vegan food, then you can create a whole bunch of vegan content, create your vegan acquisition page, internally link through to all your vegan content and redirect that domain there. Then, you know, you find a, a domain about um, Indian food. You create a whole ton of content around Indian food, an acquisition page that internally links through to all your, uh, your, all your Indian food content, and then you redirect to that acquisition page and pass that power through to those pages. And yeah, we've, we've been doing this now for, for probably just over a year with client sites, uh, and it's, it's working really, really well. Mm, interesting. And so, <clears throat> and when you're getting the uh, domain authority and you're getting uh, those links, basically that's taking your, your, your main sites authority up uh, how much, and it's hard to say, but I mean, like how much do you think that lifts everything? Right. Mm. Like, how, like to be able to say like, cause if someone goes to doing that much work and everything, they're like, okay, this means even if I didn't create any new content right now, my existing yeah. content will get lifted. Cause maybe there's pay, there's, there's posts that are on, bottom of page one, but if you got them to yeah. the first three positions, you would get an extra thousand visitors per month. Yeah. We would all love that. 
do you feel as though, and everything's going to be different. Obviously we have different yeah, you know, yeah. sites that have different, you know, that you're, sure. you have to outbeat by certain, they have way more links, more power, yeah. but overall, like, mm-hmm. is that, is that what we're talking about though? Is trying to rise everything up without really having to create any new content. It's just like just making your domain authority higher. Yeah, definitely. You, you can do that. If you don't want to create any new content, I'd still recommend creating like an acquisition page and internally linking through to, to your existing content. I did this for one of my own sites recently, found a, a domain that was really highly relevant and I didn't want to create any new content. I just set up the acquisition page and, and redirected it. Uh, and traffic's up almost 50% now in three months since I put that redirect in and I've done nothing to the site apart from that one redirect. Wow, I think that's important. The important thing to remember, though, is redirecting in a good domain will have or typically have good results. Redirecting in a bad domain, though, might have bad results. So you've got to be really careful about the domain that you pick and 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 how it's redirected. What I wouldn't recommend is is ever redirecting just the domain straight to the homepage or anything like that. It just mm-hmm. doesn't look natural. So as long as you follow like a process, like mm-hmm. kind of like what we just laid out there, and the domain is good, then I almost I can't see where you can go wrong. It's just a really cheap way of acquiring lots of good backlinks, essentially. Mm, no, that's uh, that's very interesting. Now, uh, okay, so you guys over at Niche Website Builders, you guys do a lot of different services now. And your company has been growing and been helping a lot of content creators. Uh, now, you do some backlinking campaigns, and we actually hired you guys to to do, and I think we did it for three or four months. Yeah, um, we're gonna we're we're gonna pause on it right now because we kind of want to see how things are going and stuff. And th- this was on that season domain already, um, and uh, got some really really good links. And just to kind of give people a little bit of a backstory again, like what that looks like. Uh, sure. Do you want to just explain, like again, like people think backlinking it can be spammy and this that this is totally yeah. like legit to me because we're not really doing that. We're like doing it like the white hat way of doing it. So can you yeah. explain that. Yeah, sure. So you used our shotgun skyscraper link building package, where essentially we create a um, kind of like a resource guide or a, a shock, a skyscraper piece of content on a specific topic that's in your area. Uh, and to come up with those titles, we research uh, pieces of content that have done well for competitors uh, in terms of, of generating links. And then once we have that piece of content, we get some nice custom graphics made for it. So it looks really nice. Uh, and then from there, Uh, We actually do manual outreach. So we'll compile a big list of prospects, websites that we think would be interested in linking back to it. And then we spend several months then emailing them, telling them about this piece of content. Um, Some will want some, you know, payment for a link, unfortunately, because that's just the way it is. Webmasters these days know the value of of their site. Um, But we handle that process. We handle any negotiations and some sites will just link to it for free because it's, uh, it's a good resource guide. And essentially it's, like you say, white hat link building. It's mm-hmm. creating a great piece of content and then going out there and telling people about this piece of content uh, and then trying to acquire links to it that way. Yeah, no. And so what I really liked about this process was that it it was creating a really good piece of content, like a good pillar, yeah. like a pillar post. Like it's a great yeah. piece of content. Uh, and then, and you did the research of finding, like you said, like you're finding content that's already being linked to because people are linking to it from other sites. Cause it's a great resource. And yes. you, what you do is you come in and you create a better piece of that content. And then you go and you market the piece of content in a sense to where there's good backlinks out there and they might want to link over to it. It's 
to me, it's totally, it's, it's a lot of work. That's the thing. That's why yeah. people don't want to do it this way. It's not like actually doing what you said earlier, right? Buying a domain yeah. name, creating that acquisition page, doing that still work, but it's, yeah. it's kind of a little bit easier because you're, you're, you know, you're going to get the links coming in. Yes. Um, exactly. So I, I'm actually looking at our, at our page here that you guys give us where we, all the links that we want and everything like that. I mean, we've got some good, we've got some really, really good links here. And uh, yeah, I mean, we've got some as high as uh, what, 48, a 50, a 69. Yes. Um, yeah. And I mean, so in the beginning, I'll, I'll be honest, it, it was a little slow and, but until like, until you guys got it really rolling. And then once it started going, you could start to see that things were really starting to, to kind of come in really, really good. So, um, well, that's, that's the thing with, when you do manual outreach is that it, it usually takes a little bit of, of time to ramp up, which is why we recommend at least three months of outreach because yep. you've got to send and then you've got to reply and then negotiate. And, but once you see them coming in, um, then yeah, it, 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 it's not a trickle anymore. They, they're consistently coming in then because they reply into all the emails that were sent up front. Yeah. And so, and I haven't even looked yet. Uh, so when, when we're doing this, like, what are, what is your timeline as far as like seeing an improvement, right? In, in the, yeah. in your, like, where do you see that it's actually taking effect, right? That we've done this work, um, yeah. our domain, are you looking at domain authority increasing or are you just looking at content that's now ranking and getting traffic? Like what, what are your, I guess your measurements to, to kind of see like, oh, it's, it's starting to work. Sure. It's a little bit, it's a little bit more difficult with, with, with link building because it's, it's not tangible like content. You can't mm. look at a, a link in Google analytics. Um, sure. So it's hard to measure. You've got to, you've got to think of it more of a, a, a holistic approach. Mm -hmm. You've got to be adding content and you've got to be building links. And if you do both of them, then you should see results in terms of kind of like <clears throat> time frame, though, Really, you've got to think of a link similar to content in that you build a link and then it takes time for Google to find the link if it's a new piece of content. Mm -hmm. uh, then they've got to index that piece of content. Then they've got to uh, allocate that, you know, there's a link from that site to your site and take all that into consideration. So really link building campaigns, you start to see the benefit, you know, a couple of months after the link has been built really. In, uh, and then, it, you know, if we finish building the, finish the, camp the link building campaign today, you're probably still going to be seeing the results for several months after as well, at least. Got it. Got it. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's good. I do like the other strategy too. Um, again, it's a little bit more advanced and it's something that I would probably, um, you know, look into now, is that something that you guys are offering at this time? Or are you guys just testing that? Yeah. No, no, we've been, we've been offering this for, uh, for some time now. It's, it's not a service on the website. So you'd have to get in, in touch with us, sure. um, but we, we actually have, um, the resources we've, we've partnered with Odis, the domain marketplace. So if yeah. you if you say that you're in a specific niche, then we'll go and we'll have a look through the Odis database to see if we feel anything there could work for you. Um, but if not, then we can also uh, try and acquire something specific for you um, through our own methods. Um, so it can take some time for us to find the right domain for you. Um, sure. But you know. If you want us to, we'll find it, and then we'll handle the process from start to finish. If you want us to create content about, you know, vegan food, for example, because that's sure. the the pillar we're going down, we'll yeah. do that. We'll also handle all the technical technical stuff of creating the acquisition page, doing the internal linking, setting up the three hundred one redirect, and and making sure that all works. So you don't really you don't have to get your hands dirty. You don't have to worry about am I doing this right or wrong or 
you know, did the domain I buy, is it a good one? Because we vetted it for you as well. Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, so when, when uh, that's taking place, again, it's a process. And same thing here, like I'm looking at like the, the you know, all of the links that we got, but you're looking at the first, maybe the first eight links that you got. Those are the ones yeah. that really you could say like that might be giving you the the push that because now it's, you know, four months old, five months old, whatever. Right. Yeah. It's like anything. But I think once it starts to you're, you have a bunch of different things, like if you're adding new content, you have a chance for that content to start ranking and getting more yeah. traffic. You're adding uh, backlinks or naturally backlinks are coming in because that's the other thing that we don't realize. Like there's yeah. naturally backlinks coming in to your site if you have good content and it should be right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so exactly. everything should be starting to, to build on each other. Uh, again, again, there's a lot of different factors, right? Though there's so many yeah. different factors. Um, That's it. What's, what's going to work, what's not going to work. So let's just, let's wrap up with, uh, and again, I'm going to have to get you back on because we got to dig into some more of these areas. But uh, right now where we're at with those two sites that you're aware of that, that we're, you know, kind of working together on the, one of them is obviously you're just doing, um, the, the link building, which we're kind of pausing right now to kind of see where we're at, which that site's actually starting to take off. Um, but the, the one that we did exclusively with you guys, is there anything that you would say to us to start doing, are we doing such, should we do something differently? Should we do, should we add something? Should we not do something? Um, yeah. and, and right now, like I said, like we're like four to five articles, um, you know, per week is about where we're at with that. And we're yeah. going to do the mix of the roundup and then we're going to do just some basic question, uh, based posts. So, yeah. Any, any feedback there for us? Yeah. So you're doing, you're doing the right thing in terms of adding more content. Now that you can see that Google, especially with an age of me, now you can see that Google likes the site, likes the repurposed, you know, the, the new content that's on there and the direction it's going in. As soon as you can start to see those green, green shoots, then you should be adding more content, which you're doing. The other thing you could think about is doing some kind of um, Haro type link building. And I, mm. I don't know if you um, know much about Haro and how it works. Yep. Um, <clears throat> it's help a reporter out, right? Exactly. That's yep. it. It's basically a, a site or a resource where journalists go to say, hey, I'm writing a story on a certain topic and I need an expert opinion or an expert quote or something. Um, and we launched a, our Haro service in November. Um, it's been great. We've seen some great results. But not only is it great for building links, because the, the type of links typically that you get are quite a high authority, the editorial type links, because they, they're real journalists. Sure. The other thing that we find that it's really good for is to build uh, EAT, the whole expertise, authority, and trust. I know, mm -hmm. for example, if you look at the project that we've worked on together and you go to the yeah. About Us page, and I think it's the same for most niche niche websites, mm -hmm. the person on that page or the persona typically isn't a real person. Like it's a, a made-up persona and it's a, an image from this person does not exist or, you know, however, however they set those up. Um, and that person doesn't really exist apart from being on that about this page. But if you start doing a Haro link building and you start replying to these journalists as, you know, Dave from Scott's website and positioning them, that person as the expert, over time, what you know, what, what you find is you start to build a digital footprint for that fake person. Even if they don't exist, you start getting links back from editorial sites where they mention their name uh, or, and they mention their experts in certain fields. Um, and it's really good you know, for, for solidifying that person as an expert in that field over time. Um, 
And I think that's going to become really important over the next couple of years with Google. I think they're, they're already pushing eat. And I think that they struggle, or I think they struggle to actually quantify what that means right now, apart from, uh, but I think over time they'll figure that out. And I think by having an actual digital footprint for the author on your website as an expert in the field you're trying to rank in, I think it'll, it'll just means that you'll be in a different league compared to some of your competitors where all they've done is, is thrown up a, you know, a, this person does not exist image and, uh, and a fake persona and that's it. Basically there's no backstory or footprint. Okay. Okay. So, so a little bit more, um, credibility, uh, you know, someone that can, <laughs> and Hello, anybody boy. that's listening to the podcast can't see this, but my dog, my 70 pound burn, uh, uh, Bernadoodle is just, uh, came up and gave me a hug and a kiss. So thank you, Maisie. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> I think she's telling me something. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I know I, I heard about that service that you guys, uh, rolled out and uh, I I'm familiar with, with that, you know, that company yeah. or that service that does that. Um, and actually I know one of my students has actually done that very well and she did it really, um, from the part that she wanted to write for these, these, uh, you know, publishers and yeah. uh, naturally she was getting links and then her site just really started to grow and, uh, yeah. all of her authority started growing. So it just naturally happened. And then that's where I heard of it. And then I saw you guys rolling that out. Um, cause it does take some work, right? You gotta, you gotta be number one on the ball because when that yes. request comes across, you either got to say, I can do it. Here's my stuff, or I can have it ready. Um, or here's all the resources you need. So you do yeah. need to be on the ball. And I think you guys having a service is, is really smart. So definitely look into that. Um, but, and, but as far as like what we're doing, like, so we're, we're good right now. Just keep, keep creating the content. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously if we want to do any, uh, additional link building, that would probably help. And I'm, I'm probably going to be thinking about that other strategy that you had said is like expired domain yeah. direct to a, I think that's a pretty cool little strategy to test as well. Um, but I think the roundup posts are also something that I really want to focus heavily on. Sure. So, outside of that though, pretty much just, it's, it's the boring stuff, right? Just keep doing what it you're is. doing. It is. This is the boring part of a case study now where you've launched, you've got some initial results, and then right. it's just doing the, the, the mundane day-to-day, -day, adding more content, link building when you can, or you know, these other ways of building links. But really, it, it, you know, people can um people complicate SEO and growing a site over time, but it comes mm -hmm. down to are you adding good quality content, going after the right kind of kind of keywords, and are you building links? They really, if you if you do those two things consistently mm -hmm. over a space of time you almost can't be successful. Things have to go seriously wrong for the site not to be successful. Yeah. People no. just give up too soon or they don't do it consistently or, you know, they, they mess up by redirecting a bad domain, you know, something, something horrible has to go wrong for the site not to work out in the long run. If you're doing those two things. Yeah, no, no, that's, I agree. It's like, I think people do overcomplicate it and I don't think they stay the course long enough. Yes. Right? It's um, that's a big one. It's like, keep showing up, keep putting out the content, Stop looking at your analytics and uh, just, yeah. you know, start, start, uh, or just keep adding, adding the content. So Adam, this has been awesome. We will definitely do a catch up again. Um, we'll, we'll check in maybe in another uh, couple months and see how things are going and progressing. And um, yeah. And I'll just tell everyone like head on over and check these guys out. They really do have their stuff together. Uh, you can get You can go through my affiliate link and go to uh, brandcreators.com forward slash builders. 
and or builder. I believe I have both pretty links because I know people will spell it either with an S or yes. without it. So uh, make sure you go there. Uh, you'll definitely um, enjoy their services. And there's a little discount there, I believe, on that page that if you go yeah. through my link, you'll get that. And uh, yeah, so Adam, I just want to say thank you so much for coming back on and I appreciate you. And uh, any last closing thoughts you want to give people before we finally wrap up this podcast? Just get started. If you're listening to this and you've been thinking about, you know, how do I get started? I can see your take action sign in the background. I mean, that, that, <laughs> that sums it up really. Yeah. Is just, just get started. Even if you don't kind of quite know what you're doing, you're going to figure it out as you go. Just get started, take action. Um, and, and, and go from there, really. Awesome. Adam, thanks once again. I appreciate you, man. And I'll talk Let's to you go. soon. Thanks, man. Bye-bye. All right, guys. So there you have it. I wasn't kidding. That was packed, jam-packed with a lot of things that I wasn't even aware of. And that's what I love about Adam is he's always sharing things that they're testing, things that they're working on. He's involved in so many, so many different niches so many different types of websites, and uh, it's really, really cool to be able to listen in on what they are projecting and also some of the strategies that they're testing. Now, these are not for everyone. If you're a brand new beginner, probably not for you, but even for myself, I'm thinking to myself, man, maybe I could do that 301 redirect thing, but do I really want to do that right now? Maybe not. I think I'm going to just keep my head down and keep creating content, but it is something that I definitely would be open to in the future. So guys, if you want to get yourself one of these sites built for you, then I would definitely encourage you to head on over to brandcreators.com forward slash builder or builders, whichever one you want to use. That will take you over to their website. It is going through my affiliate link, but this is the exact package that I used to build this site. And basically, they built it for me. They did all the content research for me. And they actually created all the content, at least the first 100,000 words. Then what we did was we went ahead and took our own writers and started publishing between five and seven articles per week. And that's what we've been doing consistently now since they handed over the site. But if you're interested in getting one of these built for you, then I would definitely encourage you to check these guys out niche website builders. And you can do that by heading over to brandcreators.com forward slash builder. All right, guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. As always, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you, but you have to, you have to come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action, have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now let's get them. So once again, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. This is always one of the highlights of my week. And until next time, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now go rock your brand. Oh, and one last thing. If you can do me one small favor and leave me a review over on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast and just let me know what is one thing that the podcast has helped you with since listening, whether you just started listening or if you're a longtime listener. Like this one right here from Leanne. She says, content is invaluable. Five stars. Host forever keeps my attention. The content is always extremely helpful. He's given me more of an education in the last year and a half 
that I've been listening than I would have gotten with a degree in entrepreneurship if that's even a thing. Tons of incredible, useful information, tips, and motivation. My favorite things are, one, he is not boring. He's engaging and motivating in a personal and professional way. Two, he doesn't dribble on about off topics. And three, the titles are on point. When I'm struggling with particular issues, I know that I can go to the podcast, search through the podcast, and find what I'm after. This is great because I certainly don't have time to go through a million episodes of different podcasts just hoping that I'll run across the topic I'm needing at that time. So I appreciate these so much. Your review will help inspire and motivate other people, and it will also allow us to reach more people inside of these platforms. So if you would do that, that would be amazing. And as always, remember, I'm rooting for you.